Hey, welcome to the new meta, episode 78. 78. We are joined this week by Wolf Cryer. Wolf Cryer, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for hanging out. My pleasure, my pleasure. Fun fact about Wolf Cryer, he's literally nine feet tall. I am. Well, fun I about. am. Nine <laughs> and a half, to be exact. Yeah, he got an offer to play for the Los Angeles Clippers. True. And, you know, he said the Clippers stink so bad that he turned it down. He said no, you know, I'm not. Stick to streaming. Yeah, my favorite BlizzCon photo is that photo of us side by side. I appreciate that. <laughs> that was pretty epic, by the way. <laughs> but yeah, oh, so getting man. into the polls from last week, without wasting any time here, we asked, what has you more hyped right now? Diablo 4, PoE 2. So give Wolf, we'll give you a second to weigh in first about what, what has you more hyped. Oh, let's see. I got to say that Diablo 4 has uh, has me more hyped for sure. Okay, okay. I, I love Path of Exile just as much. I mean, uh, I play it all the time. I join pretty much every league, and I play every season of Diablo 3 as well. But Diablo 4 has me way more hyped. I mean, Path of Exile, it's it's... I don't want to say this, but I'm going to. It's just a new campaign. Endgame's going to be, you know, whatever Endgame is building up until then for the most part. We don't know if that's going to change a lot. But Diablo 4 is a brand new game. Mm. I love Path of Exile. I'll be playing Path of Exile <laughs> 2 when it comes out. But D4 is new. It's new. Interesting. There we go. Interesting. I disagree with virtually everything you just said, but we'll just continue. That's fine. <laughs> what That's has fine. you more hyped? <laughs> Peach out. Uh, you know, I got to say, I, I'm going to lean with D4 as well, but um, in all honesty, it, it just depends. I, I have to play them both. Sure. You know, if somebody asked me today, I'm going to pick D4, but I want to play them both. Um, I'm excited for both of them. So. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So. I'm going to say D4 is going to win. The poll by a landslide, though. I mean, it's a Diablo, mostly Diablo podcast. So you're probably correct. Um, 80 okay. 20. So, like, what initially, obviously, Diablo 4 has me more hyped without knowing anything about it. But, you know, like, the more we get like unveiled to us, uh, the less hype I get. And we know that PoE is like, for me at least, it's, it's pretty much a sure thing. It's going to be good no matter what. So, I mean, in the current state, PoE 2 for me. 100%. So I'm going to vote and probably be completely wrong. You know, that's not as big a landslide as I thought. 68, mm -hmm. I thought 62. 80, 20. 62% of the vote says Diablo 4. 38% of the vote says PoE 2. God damn. Okay. 38% of you guys are wrong. That's okay. Wow, bro. Wow. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Did I, I didn't tell you last week. So I had like, there was, you know, a a good handful of people that came to like, oh my God, Lord Fluffy, the face of Diablo at ExileCon. And they're like, yeah. I got it. Like, I love your podcast, but that other guy doesn't know shit about PUE. <laughs> I'm like, I know. I tell him every wow. week, get on wow. PUE, learn something. I, I played it. I, I played it for two weeks. <laughs> two weeks. Oh, that's it's enough like to learn how to sick, do act bro. once. Yeah. <laughs> I, no, I beat the I beat all the acts. You I went through the campaign and I did a couple maps. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know. Good for you, bud. Um it just didn't keep me sucked in. That's mm -hmm. not my fault. Mm -hmm. You know, that's awesome. PoE's fault. Mm -hmm. so. Uh and then the next poll 
We're going to get into all of this, but we just wanted a quick survey. Do you think the Eggman should have been banned on Twitch for streaming the exploit live? Option one, no, that seems a little extreme. Good spelling on extreme, by the way. Option two, yeah. yes, but only temporarily. And three, yes, perma ban. So let you guys vote on that. But we won't talk about that. I mean, we're going to talk about it. Let's be real. But we're not going to talk about our right. votes. Uh, but yeah. Oh, my gosh. So much. So many things to talk about. So much juice. Uh, before we get into all of that, we want to talk mm-hmm. about the quick PSA that Matt gave on yeah. the uh, the forums. So there's a big <laughs> issue with grouping this season. Probably the worst it's ever been. I'm sure both of you guys mm-hmm. have experienced this. Um, yeah, super frustrating. Yeah. One of the things that... I'm sure if you've been playing, you've heard about, but just in case you haven't, if you switch to non-season and then back to your seasonal character, a lot of the times that will fix the grouping bugs you could be experiencing. So just a little PSA for you boys mm-hmm. this season, which is unfortunate, yep, yep. but... <laughs> it happens It happens to me several times a night. Oh, and, yeah. And it's an it's, it's a easy fix. It works 100% of the time. Just everybody goes to the lobby and you switch your character to not, everybody switch non-season, then switch back to your... You're seasonal and it'll work unless yeah. you everybody in. So yeah, it's been it's been happening to me every every day I play. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that's what we've been doing as well. Yeah. yeah, it's a bummer. It's a bummer. But on to the news. So if you guys have been living under the rock the past couple of days, bad things happened on mm-hmm. the Diablo. Wolf, yeah. do you, Wolf, do you want to jump into it? Ah. Uh. We're starting off with that one, huh? Hell yeah, brother. All right. I assume so, this is uh, why you wanted to be on the podcast today. <laughs> it was. Okay. It was. It's my thing. You know sure, that. Sure, you sure, sure. Uh, let's just say uh, Mr. Eggman, who is a Diablo 3 streamer, uh, streams a lot on Twitch. I've watched a few of his streams. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Very knowledgeable guy. Seems like a nice kid. Um, but he did some questionable behavior on stream and, uh, managed to exploit the pandemonium buff to be able to clear a greater rift 150 on a ZDPS barb. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, with, uh, no damage pretty much was able to clear the rift and it was pretty, pretty crazy to watch it too. Sure. So, yeah, so if you guys don't know, basically you group with other people. They decline to join, so you're, you're technically in the rift by yourself. And then they gather up stuff for you, I guess. So you gather up stuff yourself, and then they gather up stuff for you, and like they, he applies like some shit bleed, because it's on like a lower torment. Like he applies it, and then he goes back to the rift, and then everything like dies, and the killstreaks go off like fucking crazy. And somehow all the killstreaks go off and the progress flies up and it's it's terrible <laughs> i hate yeah, this it thing um but yeah obviously you know that's caused it to be exploited by multiple players uh, quick psa guys don't fucking do this yeah um you will be banned. <laughs> unless you don't like your diablo yeah <laughs> um but yeah and so you know they took Pretty quick action. I don't know. I, I, I doubt that it was Diablo probably that got him banned off Twitch. I assume it was people in Twitch chat. That, yeah, like, that, was, were, that was most likely Twitch. Yeah. Um, but Twitch will like pull your channel down 
for like i mean as long as enough people report you they'll just pull it down without questions asked really. yeah yeah it could have just been random reports but yeah. the, the question is the length um i haven't heard anybody comment on the length of it so usually i would think if this is his first time he's gotten in trouble it's a three to seven day ban so hopefully it's not anything you know super super long sure like <laughs> I think I think it's you know I don't know without it's going to kind of go into the poll the poll thing but um I, you know no no we can talk no because like Wolf won't be here next week so like we're going to get into it so do you guys okay let me first get your thoughts on like what do you think about Eggman streaming it at all about Eggman streaming it that yeah. was just uh, was what's the judgment. word I'm looking for and that was fucking dumb yeah. like literally dumb. <laughs> Yeah. It would have taken days to catch on if he wasn't streaming. I mean, I had, I had several people like PMing me everywhere that, dude, look at what Eggman's doing, and I'm like, I got to see this video. As soon as I cleared my my rift, I was doing. I bounced out. I watched the video. I'm like, you got to be friggin' kidding me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it was it was pretty. People were doing the same to me. They were telling me about it, and I actually had people like asking how to play the build. You know, oh, God. like how do you play this build? Like they, they people thought it was legit. <laughs> you know, and um, I'm like, no, it's not legit. I, and what then, poor player out there like went and put a support barb together and was like trying to go through like a gr ninety? Sure, it happens. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like I'm not doing any damage. What am I missing? What am I doing wrong? Oh God. So yeah, it's um, you know, I, I think it was poor judgment. It, it, you know, obviously, I, I think if he knew he was going to get banned on Twitch, I don't think he would have done it. I can't imagine he would have done it. Sure. So, no, I'd say probably one in Twitch. No, but he didn't care about the judgment. Diablo. It's a yeah. He account. didn't care about that account, right? You know, so. honestly, like to just play devil's advocate a little bit. Um, I I think that like he he could have sold it a little bit. Like he could have sold it as like okay, like this is what you can do. This is clearly like an exploit, and he could have done it once, and then he got could have gotten like you know the street cred like I did at one fifty solo. But the fact that he went on to like try to do it on like all the classes like that was a pretty stupid move yeah um but yeah, yeah. reporting it like the first time oh it was for experimentation it sure, was reporting it sure. as a you know i was just showing people you could do it and right. be patched or something you know yeah yeah that was pretty dumb that was a pretty dumb move yeah but yeah so he, he gets banned off of twitch we don't know the duration of that um channels don't tell you that uh i i don't know that he has a twitter or anything like that so we don't really know the duration or maybe there, there is a Twitter out there, but I, he's never posted on it. Okay. So I don't know if it's even really his. So smart. Yep. Pretty much. But yes. So yeah, we'll see. But, we'll uh, see. We'll see. Nevelisis came on the forums and she said, um, basically the following, it's recently came to light that there's a method in which players can unfairly leverage the seasonal buff pandemonium and untenant unfair way to progress as a solo player. We wanted to let you know exactly our stance on it. And what steps will be taken to correct this? First, utilizing the group progress in solo greater rifts is not intended and will be considered cheating. Players found using the mechanic may have their account suspended or closed based on severity of abuse as well as a previous as well as previous account history. These account actions are between Blizzard and the offending player, so please note we will not be commenting on the status of account on a public basis, as has always been our standard practice. Second, we will be deleting any and all clears from the leaderboards where we have been able to confirm the exploit is utilized. So that's fantastic i that, didn't that's think already that happened do that it already happened oh, okay good yeah they're already gone that's fantastic so, yep. uh that was like best case scenario in my mind but i didn't know if it was going to happen or not 
Uh, third, we will be fixing the exploit. We ask that you to not make use of this exploit in bold, team. In the meantime, while we are working on deploying a patch, our team is already at work on a solution, and soon it'll be ready for development. We'll update uh, this thread accordingly. Uh, we won't go into detail on the exploit here, but it takes some planning, know-how, and research to make use of this. This is not your type of exploit you can form by accident. True. Very, very true. Yeah. Um, and then they kind of throw this on here, which I think is a little weird, and I'm curious to you guys' opinion on this. Yeah, I saw this too. Yeah, so lastly, this is a good time to remind the community of a few things. Uh, bullet point one, which just had a few things, but there's only two things here. Uh, Third-party add-ons and any kind of are strictly prohibited in Bolt. While any kind of botting software falls clearly under violation of terms of service for Diablo. This also includes any kind of overlay software, map packs, or any of the other additions uh, or alterations to the client add-ons are not support for Diablo 3 and use of them are in account warnings or permanent account closure. So clearly talking about THUD. Yep. Uh, and then two, we are committed to continuing to support Diablo 3, including taking actions against botting and cheating. Please keep in mind that we do routine actions to keep sanctuary fair for everyone, and we will not regularly provide public notice of mass account actions. Like what? What was the last time they did a ban wave? I guess Wolf would know better than anyone. Uh, it was most likely two seasons ago. Yeah, it's it's been uh, it's it's been a while. Uh, I think two seasons ago they did one mid-season, and they never did one at the end of the season. Uh, they used to do them more regularly, but nowadays they they don't do them as much. Uh, this is something, by the way, that whole T. That's something they're trying to make sure people are understanding. They are looking at T. Hud most likely in if I believe myself. They're going to be bans this season on Turbo HUD, as well as botting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, I think people week. have skated on on HUD for a long time, and I think I think this is clearly outlining. I think the whole point of this was saying like, if you think you're safe using T HUD, you should stop now. You know, agreed. So, yeah, See, yeah. I mean, to me, it, it, it's kind of like whoa. I don't, I don't know. It's like. They're combining two different things to me. Like the, I mean, this is, this is an exploit. It's clearly an exploit. Um, so I guess my question would be like, why even bring it up in this particular thread? I think just to remind people that they're looking. Mm. They, I don't. I don't think that she publicly announced not. anything either. I think Matthew Cedarquest posted something as a reply to a question. Okay. I think this probably has more eyes on it than a random hidden blue post. You know. Sure. Like in a, in a thread. So, yeah. Um, yeah, let me bring it up actually, because I think what led to this thread was actually interesting. Yeah, there was somebody posted his Turbo HUD bannable. There it is, right there. Down one more. Yeah, and, but the one thing she said. Oh yeah, this is what was interesting. So this wasn't intended time we were planning on giving it, but we feel uh, the need is expedited. So. It sounds like, you know, as you know, we've all been saying, it's like there's clearly maybe something in the works for this season for like hopefully bands for the modders at the very least, and then maybe even T HUD. Yeah. Um, and it sounds like they're just like kind of pushing that directive already, like just prematurely. So I don't know if it's just like to warn people or what. Uh what do you guys think on this? So you know, I thought a lot about this today. Um 
I think that, you know, if they banned Eggman, you know, they're they're they can do whatever they want, basically at the end of the day. And I'm sure even if they did ban Eggman, like he he's not the kind of player to just be like, okay, you win, you know what I mean? Um but I think it'd be a little inconsistent. Uh you know, I think that if they come out with this post today and they're like, okay, going forward, like, don't fuck around. Uh, but I think, like, making it now and then maybe, like, doing a hard ban now would be, I think, a little inconsistent because they, they really blatantly don't ban. And I think there's a lot of, like, tweets and stuff around there uh, on the internet. Where people are like, wow, how could this guy not think he'd be banned or blah, blah, blah. But we are talking about Diablo when historically Diablo's one of the worst offenders, I think, of gaming, of, like, not taking care of their their bodying and the people that cheat and stuff like that. So, like, I'm curious you guys' opinions on this. I agree. I, th- I think after this post, after this thread, I think it's, this is the final warning, you know? But it depends on what, what level of, of consistency they hold across everybody. You know, if they continue to show a blind eye to a lot of people that bought or break rules or whatever, but then he's a, he's the the you know the, the scapegoat or the the sig- the um, I don't know what the word I'm looking for is example. They're setting an example with him. Mm-hmm. You know, if they banned him, I think it would be because they're setting an example. But I think he also did it on an alt account, and they probably know that. So true, banning his alt account I don't think is the same as his main. If they banned his alt and his main account, I think that would be super uh, over. I think it'd be over the top personally. What do you think, Will? I think there's still a chance that they're going to ban his main account as well. I think that's a high possibility, actually. Sure. Um, And as far as over the top, I mean, all right. (sighs) So my video gets a lot of comments that, you know, he just found something wrong with the game or, you know, the... It's not an exploit. It's a bug and Blizzard should have fixed it. And uh, tons of comments along that, that line. And, but that's bugs exist in every single video game. Sure. An exploit is when you take that bug and try to do something that it was not intended to do, like clear a greater rift 150 with, it's not something that the game intended. Now, he didn't go and report this to blizzard instead he streamed it and had fun with it and then even after he got banned on twitch he went and did it with two or three more characters this wasn't something that he thought was okay because he did it on a separate account so he already knew he himself knew he was in the wrong and it's just it was a horrible judgment call on his part but at the same time it was done blatantly and with full intent to do what he did um it's cheating period so you know and i get a lot of the well the bug should have been fixed he had access to it so why not use it i go to a supermarket during the fall there's pumpkins outside i have fucking access to the pumpkins outside (laughs) it doesn't mean i can load up my car and fucking drive away i mean that's that's not how the world works and i understand a lot of people just don't have the comprehension to fully understand that exploit is exploit it's against the rules which is another thing people are like where are these rules you you signed them (laughs) 
by clicking agree when you started up Diablo 3. They're there. It's black and white. Same with Twitch's terms of service. It's there. You're not supposed to cheat and show off how to cheat in video games. It's in Twitch's terms of service. This is something that if you didn't take the time to read, that that's on you. I can't fly through stop signs and go, well, I didn't know it was wrong, officer. Sure. <laughs> so, I mean, should his main account be banned? Now, mind you, I like Eggman. Sure. I don't have a problem with it. But should his main account be banned? Yes, 100%. And as far as Turbo Hot goes, that's something that changes the game that isn't used by the entire player base. Sure. It's not part of the core game. It should be a bannable offense. And the last thing I'll touch on is when has Blizzard ever been consistent? So it's pretty much okay to not be <laughs> consistent and ban the fuck out of everybody. <laughs> I mean, true. True. Yeah, and to to touch on that, so to play devil's advocate for the spark of a debate, um, we, I mean, we got insight, and you were there with me, Pete. Like, I mean, they definitely knew this this was going to be a thing going into the season. So if it wasn't Eggman, it'd been somebody else, and it just so yeah. happened that he streamed it. I don't know. I, I just I think that's it's really inconsistent because you look at the DH Necro exploit from like what a year over a year ago, and like. I don't think anyone got banned from that. And people were even exploiting it after they said, please stop exploiting this. Yeah. So I just, I don't know, man. I, I just think it's, uh, there were bands handed down for that. Were there? I yeah, there were, there were people removed from the leaderboards and all removed from the, I, I knew that people were leaving, I, but I don't remember hearing about any bands, but not that I'm, yeah, I think I heard about suspensions. I thought people got suspended. Yeah. I thought but. it was suspensions. Um, and, and that's, you know, uh, I don't know. I, I, I see both sides of it. I, you know, I think the stupid thing is that he, he, sure. I, I think the bigger offense is that he was showing, showcasing it and making it public, uh, putting a public spotlight on it. And I think that's what will, what will aggravate Blizzard more than just randomly abusing it. But, um, if they banned him, I would be like, well, I understand. I see why they did it. And if they suspend him and he gets his account back, then I'd be like, okay, I think that was fair. Um, you know, so either way. And the same with Twitch. Like, there's there's no way it's a permanent ban on Twitch. It'll probably sure. be at maximum 30 days. Uh, minimum, probably three. So, yeah. Uh, so, I mean, he's, you know, get, he got his hand slapped on Twitch. I think that would be enough to be like, okay, that's your one warning, dude. Sure. You know what I mean? Like, that'd be worse, I so. would think. The, like, worse the, the Twitch on thing Twitch. would be worse yeah, to yeah. me, too. Yeah. I mean, I would. I freak think out. Twitch itself is more inconsistent with its oh, yeah. fans <laughs> than Blizzard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, because right. let's, let's look at, uh, oh, God, who was that old Diablo 3 streamer that was constantly cheating? Gabinator or Chino? Yeah, I, was, I was like, I'm not going to name, but I can think of a whole bunch. So. <laughs> Chainer too, but yeah. Chainer didn't start off that way. True, true, true. Gav was doing it nonstop on his stream, and nothing ever happened to him on his Twitch uh, and stuff. Uh, I do want to touch on one thing. You said that people were already able to do this on the PTR. Yeah. The PTR was a little bit different, and they actually changed that going into this season because it was made a way around the PTR that you were able to kill all the mobs outside of a rift and then go into the rift and take those stacks with you. Uh, that was changed on the PTR. 
from PTR yeah. to live. You couldn't do that. He was using a different workaround with this one. Okay. Where it actually, he did it differently and found out that it still worked. This is the thing that's crazy to me because like, and I, I love Blizzard, so please don't hate me, Blizz. But like, how does a Q, I don't know, as a gamer and a programmer, like there's no way, like this is like a really straightforward thing. Like taking anything outside the greater rift into the greater rift. And thinking about the, the like the probably just a dozen instances of what can happen with a group in Diablo three period like how do I just how does it make it through period and then I don't know and then banning I, I, anyways I I could go all day but it's yeah just, this this is an opportunity like this is an opportunity to showcase why PTRs are important yeah I feel like and, and, and more, more more than, than one. Yeah, we more than one PTR. And then this is also another example of people that can do the right thing by finding these bugs. And then like, you know, you could you could probably make some buddies at Blizz if you go to them and say, Hey, this is what we're doing. Yeah. You guys probably should know about this instead of like, hey, check this out, Twitch. Let's let's cheat, you know? True. So I, I think there's two ways to play that. Like you're smart enough to figure it out. His group of people are, are really good at the game and sure. they're good at, at figuring out the exploits. So use that to your advantage. Don't yeah, I hinder agree. yourself. You know what I mean? So yeah. And the same thing um, happened. Like when like globe monk was initially discovered, like no one reported it. Cause they're like, Oh my God, we're going to be able to push so high when this goes through. And it's just right. like, it's so silly. Like you guys, we step around our own feet as a community when we do shit like that. Cause it's like, well, why are we even doing a PTR? Because <laughs> you guys aren't gonna like tell us like the the big shit that needs to get nerfed because you yeah. wanted to go through and it's just yeah yeah I think that I think that from a community focus the downside is is that I think this is gonna make Blizzard more hesitant to keep in introducing really cool seasonal themes because now they're gonna have to sit there and say well this is probably gonna be exploited somehow let's not do that you know mm -hmm. just like last time because they, they they don't want to go through this I'm gonna say a PR nightmare I don't know exactly how much it bothers them but probably a little bit. You know, totally. and especially that D3 team, they're probably upset about it, you know? So, yeah. Um, yeah both those guys are, are like scrambling right now. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. So. Yeah. And again, to like circle back, it, it does suck that, you know, this, they clearly work really hard on the seasonal theme, and, you know, and, you know, I know you didn't want to mention it, but like Quinn's pretty much already leaked, but it's such a small team. Like it's such a teeny tiny mm. team. Um, and so like to, see this come out of it and then now people are gonna be like kind of actively judging kind of diablo for it and it just sucks because it just doesn't seem like diablo can score a win right now really um other than yeah, them was, being open with communication and stuff like that this was the best theme they've ever done and and now it's marred by that yeah so you know, like, so I had this question last night, and I'll pass this off to you guys. So, obviously, this was a, I was streaming Diablo last night. It was a hot topic last night because that's when it was going down. Um, I people asked me, they're like, well, season 19's over, rip, it's done. You know, like, people, a lot of people, uh, were, were super negative and like, I'm done. I'm, I'm not going to play the season anymore, this or that. Mm -hmm. And, um, I was like, why? Like, you know, a blizzard will probably be able to purge leaderboards. So relax. It's okay. Which they have already. Sure. And B it's like, just because somebody exploited and got 150, just ignore it. Like, I don't understand why people have such a hard time 
just been like, well, he cheated. Sure. Next guy down the list. You know, I know it's not ideal, but to me, I'm like, it doesn't influence me at all. It no. doesn't take away my enjoyment of the season. It doesn't make me stop playing the season. I could, I could honestly, personally care less. So I concur because I mean the leaderboards are rampant with bots. Like so, it's like right. So someone's at the top with a 150. Like it doesn't change. Like there's people still ahead of me that are like cheating. Like at the end of the day. So right. Yeah, that's yeah. That's why it's like to me. It's like okay, you ban that guy that got the 150. But like, what about all the people? Like honestly, that I care about. Like him mm-hmm. doing the exploit at one time is such like to me. It's like whatever. The guys that bought like 24-7, season after season after season, get those guys. You know I, mean? I completely agree with that 100%. <laughs> and not only that, it's the guys that bought like 10 hours a day that yeah. try to stay under the radar. True. Those are the guys that that pisses me off just as much as the guys that, at least the guys that do 23 hours a day, at least they know. Like, at least they're like, fuck it, I don't even care. You know, it's the guys that do it 10 to 12 hours a day that are like, I don't bot, man. You know? True. And it's, it's just like, dude, you have so many keys to farm rifts. You have primal everything. You know, every gem's leveled up for you. Like, it's, you know, it's just ridiculous. So I hope that whatever bandwave, whatever uh, upcoming plan they have for bots and Turbo Hood and all that kind of stuff, I hope it gets everybody. I don't want just to get the 23-hour-a-day guys. So, yeah. Same. And on, on that note, like, I agree with you totally as far as uh, the season. I'm having fun with it. It doesn't matter. Uh, just like Fluffy said, uh, everybody above me, there's going to be a handful of botters in there, at least a handful. You know what I mean? I always play Diablo 3 seasons to push myself to see how far I can go. I'm never going to be number one just because I don't have that type of time. I work... 50 hours a week. I mean, I, I can't put in that Paragon grind to get 3K in a season. Sure. It's not going to happen. That and I do, I spend my time doing YouTube videos, which means I'm not playing the game during my time off. I get a family. So I'm never going to reach that part. So I always play to have fun with my friends and the people that I'm streaming for and just try to push myself. That's That's what I get out of Diablo. True. Yeah, I agree. Some of some of me and some of my community members have a competition between us. It's like who can get the highest? Like we're all playing Barb this season, so we're we're competing. You know, there's like four or five of us that are competing, and so it's fun. Every day you log on and you're like, oh shit, they passed me up. <laughs> you know, it's got we got to put in some work. You know, and then you'll pass them up, and it's this constant this constant grind. So uh, you can you can make a lot of fun out of things that way. Do your own personally. Like you can sort leaderboard by friends and clan mates too. Just a you know FYI, in case you guys didn't know that. True. So you can leaderboard against your friends, man. You know. Mm-hmm. So yeah. You guys have any closing remarks on the whole band situation before we move on? I, I think we covered it pretty good. <laughs> I don't. You know. I think it's yeah. been beaten in the ground a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I think it's uh, it's kaput. Right on. So. so one of the things I saw kind of spark up on Reddit this week was uh, this guy just posted and got like a thousand outvotes. And it says, his number one gripe with ARPGs in recent years is that you like, you know, in Diablo and Pee Wee, you fly around the map at the speed of light. 
you know, and you're like in PoE, just like one shot everything. And Diablo, you're just like, you got in game spam. And so you're just like spamming that movement skill and just flying. And, um, and it, it bothers him. And he, he prefers the more, you know, slow, methodical type of play, um, which I, I mean, I found interesting. I, I can see both perspectives. I, I personally enjoy playing Blight Spear and flying around at the speed of light and killing everything. And same with PUE, but at the same time, I really like Lost Ark, and Lost Ark's definitely not a game where you like fly across the map at the speed of light. So mm-hmm. I, yeah, I'm curious. We'll cry. We'll ask you first. What What do you tend to enjoy? You think? Uh, as far as my personal enjoyment, I do enjoy the faster builds. I, you know, the in PUE and in Diablo three. I mean, I've always played Monk. It's always been able to whip around a rift. Whether you're doing nefs or GRs this season, it's the fastest. It's got the fastest build in the game for the most part, and I just really enjoy that playstyle. But I can see the point of slowing things down and actually, I if you think about it, when you're doing rifts and you're pushing and stuff, yeah, the rifts are you know uh, going by quickly. But it's that boss fight that that really kicks it up a notch when you're when you're taking that extra like two, three minutes to fight them and you're actually going to have to use your mechanics more. So, uh, I prefer the faster play style, but I can <laughs> see the allure sure. for slower play styles. Mm-hmm. P I would have said faster until I played POE. Mm-hmm. I mean, not POE. <laughs> I mean, uh, lost. Ark. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, Lost Ark has changed my perspective on a lot of things. Sure. Man. It's combat is phenomenal. And I say this every podcast. If you guys haven't played it, you should. Yeah. Um, it is the combat in it is drastically different than Diablo or PoE. And it's done in such a good way that the slow combat, the way it plays is way slower, but it feels really good. Yeah. The boss, like it's funny because as Wolf was saying, like, you know, as you have a two or three minute boss fight and there's mechanics, I'm almost chuckling a little bit because I think like Lost Ark actually has real mechanics in it. Yeah. And like comparatively to Diablo, it's not, it's like, you know, it's like baby mechanics versus like real mechanics. Right. <laughs> and so there are so many things that I hope that Diablo 4 borrows from it. And I think they have a little bit sure. with, with the demo we got to play. Yeah, little boss. Um, but I think Diablo 4 is going to end up being a speed game like Diablo 3. I just have that feeling mm. it's going to be ridiculously fast. And it's not bad. Like, I like it, man. I like playing Wave of Light. Like, Wave of Light Monk for for regular, you know, uh, Nephilim Rifts is amazing. It's fun. It's phenomenal. But um, Lost Ark's combat feels great, dude. Yeah, for sure. I Yeah, I mean, I think you can you could have a mix as well. I, I tend to think, like, maybe if... If say we were to spawn like a PUE Diablo in their current forms, not their next forms, but like, you know, flying through the map on something like Blightspear, and then maybe if you got to a, a boss and it was like maybe you slowed it down a bit like mm-hmm. Lost Ark or PUE, that would that would feel pretty fun. Or if you could like somehow swap some skills or something just for bosses and it was just more methodical and slow and you had to avoid stuff, I think that'd be a pretty good mix, but yeah, I guess if I had to choose, I guess I'd go a little bit more methodical like Lost Ark. But I do love yeah. flying around. I mean, I think we all do. Yeah. It, it, I guess it just depends on how the game the game plays. True. Because 100%, if you would have asked me this before I played Lost Ark, I would have said, uh, yeah, I love the fast builds. Going slow <laughs> sucks. Because 
when you when you think about it as a Diablo player, you're thinking going slow means like leveling process, yeah. right? And that's not fun. True. But it's but Lost Ark is slow and it doesn't feel like that. It mm-hmm. feels phenomenal to kill things. Mm-hmm. So, you know. Um right. I can I can say that. So this is kind of out of, you know, character for us, but lore. Diablo 4 lore. So if you guys missed it last week, we have pretty good like ruling to un- to, to to know that that's Rathma in fact in that mm-hmm. cinematic trailer. You know, someone broke down the video files and it said looks into Rathma's eyes, blah blah blah. So but we know that that's Rathma. And so I read this crazy post uh that gave like the theory of what that could potentially mean because that's one of the questions we asked like is like i don't know what that means for the story but we know that that's wrath <laughs> so uh, let me let me interrupt for half sure, a second sure, sure you'll skip a cinematic in every game ever yeah. but you'll read a lore post on reddit yeah but i mean it's Hold highly on. upvoted so i, I always okay. skim through that stuff right 1274 okay. upvotes all right just checking yeah yeah and plus, you know, we're kind of rank one Diablo lore guy now. I mean, really, if you yeah. think about it at the end of the day. Artists, um, too. I mean, the artwork yeah. is phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Insane. Um, so, yeah. So, basically, I guess what it means. So, if there's another assumption out there that the guy. You guys remember the guy that was like the really low voice in the gameplay trailer of Diablo? So, I no. get. What? He was like talking to the gravestone. <laughs> yeah, I remember. I remember. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And so I guess the theory is he is t- like talking to Tyrael. Like Tyrael became mortal. And like, it, so since we're so far down the road with Diablo 4, like it's like, you know, beyond yeah. the mortal life. And Tyrael's just dead from like mortality. Now, I guess according to lore, like all angels get reborn through like the spine of Anu or something like that. So he'll come back eventually. We just don't know when. But he's dead. Is what the theory is. So he's talking to okay. Tyrael. The guy's talking to Tyrael when he's like an old friend and he's looking at the gravestone. Okay. So the theory is what that means is so Rathma, like historically, like doesn't like Lilith. Like that's his mom, but like they don't like each other at all. And uh, so the theory is the only reason he would bring her back is because she like looks out for the, the Nephilim basically because they are her children. And so she would want to like keep Sanctuary safe. Because the greater scheme and why like hell's running rampant is that the heaven has closed its gates because they're like preparing to just wipe out sanctuary. And it's like Imperius is going to lead that charge because Tyrael's not around to stop them. You know, none of the like greater evils are like, I guess, rising up. And so they're just going to like knock it out. So Lilith would be a good guy. A B, yeah, a good guy, but obviously could be very cunning and manipulative and like have a, mm. you know. It sounds pretty badass to me, honestly. Wolf, you have anything to say? Do you are you a big lore fan in the Diablo universe? Uh, not especially, <laughs> but but I I mean I I know some of it. Now this guy doesn't have any any uh, like inside information, right? Because uh, I personally don't agree with it. Okay. Okay. I mean, just because I think that. W- Heaven's closed its gates. They they make sure that they that you know that, and the fact that they want it to feel like heaven's gone from this game, at least in the beginning, you know, sure. of early on, 
And we know that you travel to hell, and it would make sense that Imperius is in hell because mm-hmm. that's where he currently is. Mephisto and Arius took him to hell. Uh, that's what I meant. Sorry, yeah, no worries. Um, but that's that's where he is. Right. So how do you get back to heaven when heaven kicked him out? Oh, no, Imperius would be leading the charge against... Oh, Imperius. So that fucking rat, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, but, I, I do the same thing. Inarius, Imperius, all the time. All the time I'm interchanging him. The only thing that helps me is Inarius is the Necroset. So I'm like, okay, that's obviously not the angel dude. That's the guy that's being trapped in hell. But yeah. What do you think, P? Hmm. What do you think of this theory? I, you know, I think it's okay. I think the theory is, as far as the theory goes, there's, you know, I don't know enough about lore to be like, oh, that, that couldn't happen. That possibly <laughs> couldn't happen. Um, I don't know. But as far as a story-wise, like if that were the story, I think that's a really cool twist because there. I think all of us expect Lilith to be evil, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So if we go into this game thinking she's evil and then plot twist, she's actually like good and she's mm-hmm. working on your side. It's a pretty cool twist, except for he just spilled it. You know what I mean? True. So, <laughs> True. So, I, uh, you know, I but, honestly felt like Diablo 3 was leading up to Imperius being the bad guy. And I think we've talked about it before, like, a lot. Is it, mm. it did seem like, you know, like the black... It did seem like yeah. he was bad. Yeah. 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 And he's so proud. He's kind of a dick. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if you guys feel that way, but Imperius is a dick. Yeah, you know? it's, it's a dick. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> um, I wouldn't mind killing Imperius. Sure. You know, if we got the opportunity, I'd be like, yeah. what's up? I'm curious, yeah. like, what do you guys think? Like, how are they going to make us less OP? Like, we beat Diablo with all the evils in him, right? Like, how mm-hmm. could we not shit on any foe that we're, we're going to face? Like, Nephilim are too god tier. Like, we have, we need to be knocked Maybe down. Maybe Imperius kind of us up a little and bit. we need to be, like, C or D tier. Like, yeah. Yeah. Is you know, there we never... Like, f- yeah. Like I said, Imperius has got to smack us around a little bit because, you know, who who could take our power? Can anybody actually, I mean, it's like part of us. I don't know how you could take it, but. No idea. I'm not a lore nut enough to answer these questions, you know. (laughs) We need to have nine ball on sometime. Yeah. Correcting us left and right. Uh, But yeah, and so in the next part, we're going to kind of touch on itemization again. I'm very curious to hear Wolf's stance on some of the, the. itemization discussions we've heard come from Diablo. Uh, so first, before we get into it, and before maybe I sound a little critical, I wanted to reemphasize this upload Reddit post, which I totally agree with, right? That says, D4's team's communication style is probably an experiment. So let's make it a good one, right? So if you just come out with a post that, like, say you read Angelic Power and you're like, oh, that's fucking garbage. Like, that doesn't help anybody, right? <laughs> <laughs> at really? All. Are like, you sure? <laughs> <laughs> it, d- give give some feedback, and at the same time, like you guys are probably getting this left and right uh, in your stream and on your channels. But like, people are all saying, like, "Oh, the game's not even out yet. Like, why are you even talking about it?" Because they're fucking asking for our feedback. Oh, yeah. That drives me crazy. <laughs> like, yeah, of course I'm going to talk about it. They're asking for our feedback, so definitely give your feedback. Um. But yeah, I mean, so, I mean, what do you guys think? Wolf, we haven't had you on in the past weeks, but what do you think about all the communication, man? It's it's insane, right? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm loving the communication. That was something that was brought up at uh, BlizzCon mm-hmm. 
where they were looking at doing, you know, quarterly updates. And it seems like it's even more because the first one wasn't, what was that, February it was right. supposed to come out? And we've already gotten two blogs since then. Yeah. I mean, it seems uh, very good and very uh, preemptive. Right. It's dope, man. I, I never expected this from them. Like, I, I I genuinely feel like they're listening to feedback yeah. and they're t and they're communicating. They're talking about it on their teams, and they're trying to come up with ideas. And and like I think it's it doesn't feel uh, sorry for the pun. It doesn't feel like fluff. It feels like it's good stuff. You know, you fluff know? is good stuff. What, what are you saying? <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I, I, I totally agree, you know, and outside and what do you guys think? So uh, outside of honestly, like Mr. Lama's feedback and one Reddit post where they talk about, you know, recognition from David Kim being fucking amazing, which I don't disagree with, but they're calling him amazing because of the itemization idea. Um, I haven't seen a lot of positive feedback on the itemization changes, but I'm curious what, like what you guys have seen on the internet. I haven't read a lot of comments, to be honest okay. with you. I, I read the posts and I have my thoughts on the posts and we discussed it, but I didn't go through and really read um, a lot of the comments. My, my chat talked about it the first day and they were, you know, I got mixed reactions. It looks fucking amazing and mm -hmm. it looks horrible, dude. Sure. You know, so um, right. I'm indifferent. There are things I like and dislike. Sure. So what, what about, about you, Wolf? Wolf? <laughs> Jinx. All right. So. My video that I put up about the uh, the second part, you, this is the one you're talking about where yeah. they, they changed the, yeah. added the powers and added that cube thing or whatever it is. Um, a lot of the comments that I get in mind are very positive, actually. And my take on it is very positive. Okay. I don't see any negatives in it at all. I'm glad you're uh, on this podcast then. In the in the post <laughs> yeah. at all. Um I do worry about implementation. Okay. Because that is something that could uh change things heavily as far as how it's implemented. But overall I think the addition of additional affixes on gear can definitely bump up the item pool and bump up the ability to make builds. I think having that drop late game late late end game where you get this thing that drops and it has a random special power on it which doesn't mean it's random when you put it on the item it's random when it drops mm -hmm. um so now you've either been able to find or trade for this item possibly if it's a tradable item where all of a sudden it helps define your build along with your uh your mythic legendary and it allows you to utilize those that rare piece of gear that you found that you thought was amazing and shit i'll never be able to use it we've sure. all seen that in diablo 3 i mean it was better in vanilla but the game was worse in vanilla so i mean i, I wish we could have some of the itemization back from diablo 3 vanilla into diablo 3 really well, yeah. Come on, <laughs> quad gloves. Come on. All right. Everybody All right. was crafted for the quad gloves back in the vanilla. Okay. I mean, there was uh, the sets in Diablo three, like it just destroyed any build diversity. 
And I think that going the same route with just legendaries in Diablo 4 will do the same thing. That's interesting that you say that because so you, it's your opinion that post ROS, we have less build diversity than vanilla. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. I can only remember like five builds in vanilla. (laughs) The problem with, but. Well, one of the big things with Diablo 3 is build diversity in Diablo 3. It's because of the infinite endgame, mm-hmm. that GR150 that only, you know, sure. certain setups can do. And it's that that causes di- build diversity. If you look at Path of Exile, almost every build in the game can be configured to do all of its content because its content is doable Mm -hmm. that's how you can balance it out is can it do it is it doing it too fast there you know that that's it in diablo you can't do it so there's always going to be that tip top uh build that no matter how much you try and balance it something's always going to shoot past or be just short because none of it can reach it so if you had every build in the game able to do a GR150, you could run every build in the game. Sure. But it's all it's all based on that. But as far as this itemization, I, I think it needs to be this. There needs to be more choices, more choices, not less, not confining people to legendaries for all of their builds, not confining people to set items for all of their builds. Okay. I'm really looking forward to this the only issue is the new powers might act like sets yeah yeah yeah. some way i'm scared about loot vomit as well if you you have to start looking over every single yellow drop you get to see if it's good obviously going by d3 drop rates sure i mean but they've been pretty clear about how we're definitely never going to see d3 drop rates in d4 like the rates i mean even yellows and blues i would think yeah. you're still going to get those frequently and yeah. uh, loot I vomit's a thing be... man there's been a lot of games i've played where you're man you spend so much time managing loot that you're like man this is this is horrible sure you know like loot filters yeah <laughs> loot we... filters i mean so, no we, like we don't even like it's terrible everyone probably agrees um but you know okay so i'm glad you're on this podcast wolf because uh i want to talk about it again because I, I talked about it last week and it's just so hard to convey why i think it's inherently flawed without showing it so i actually made a powerpoint presentation oh, i hope snap. you have notepad ready so maybe oh we can gosh. change your opinion okay so this is how an item was before basically you know loot 2.0 in diablo 4 right other than the fact that these boots would have had attack on them right so you would have had basically i don't know if they count attacking defense as an affix i'm pretty sure they don't but it basically had four affixes attack defense this had three percent movement speed and 25 percent cold resist and so the community is like no not complicated enough so they do this okay plus 15 angelic power and so everyone's like okay now we're talking. We got a new affix, angelic power. Ooh, it sounds provocative. I'm really, really excited. But then they do this, okay? <laughs> Basically take off an affix because now it requires angelic power just to unlock. 
So now you have basically essentially the same eye that you already had, but maybe a little bit worse because depending on how powerful angelic, demonic, ancestral power are, which I would assume 25 flat cold res would just be better. And, and this is a, like a terrible example because it's cold res instead of like something like a passive ability or something like that. Okay. And then boom, they put a fourth one on it, but okay, that one requires demonic power, which you also don't have. So they've added more affixes and of course i'm assuming there's a chance that you could get like all angelic power and you'd ha you'd have the angelic power you needed to get all four affixes but essentially we started this item with like two affixes and we've ended this item with two affixes and essentially it's actually probably weaker than it was originally <laughs> all right you want me to jump in now go i mean sure go ahead just just add this yeah all right just at this, this, I mean, it's going to depend on exactly how much angel angelic power each piece can have on it. Sure. Okay. So we don't know the specifics on that. We also don't know the specifics on other ways to get angelic power. Diablo three and Diablo two use gems. What are the gems used for in Diablo four? Could this be a way to build up your powers? If so, that would be pretty awesome. So we don't know the implementation yet sure. is the problem. I think inherently, if this was to go and there's no, I mean, that's 50 demonic power. That's, I mean, these boots are trash right there. They're, <laughs> they're gone because there's not enough angelic power to, to unlock uh, the angelic one. And there's no demonic power and you need way too much of it. Mm -hmm. But, does that mean that you can't get one with 25 and uh, demonic power plus one to devastation and 25% fire res on it? Probably. Now you're switching it up and now it just requires demonic power and you've already got half of the demonic power you need on those boots. So it's all going to depend on the implementation. Sure. I think we need more, uh, more information. Of course. So we can make an exact whether this is bad or good. If it's like you say, and this is the be all end all, then then yeah, it's it's crap. But I think we need a little <laughs> bit more, more information right. on how everything's going to tie together, uh, what legendaries are gonna look like, because are they gonna have angelic power? Are they gonna have more? Are they gonna have less? Are they gonna have these unlockable stats, which should not happen on legendaries. Um, I think it's still going to boil down to how everything plays out. I think we need to wait for the next itemization update and really dig in to see how they want to implement this and how many other attributes or affixes are going to be added to the game. On like out, things outside of gear? No, things outside of this angelic power, mm. demonic power, and all that. Sure. Are they putting other stuff there? Are they putting, you know, from what we I mean, how much of the attack speed, crit, crit yeah. chance, all crit of that damage. Diablo 3 stuff? Um, is what it looks like. Are they, is it more than Diablo 3 stuff? Are they throwing in some of the Diablo 2 type of stuff? I mean, how, how far are they going? Sure. You know, uh, it's all going to depend on right. that type of stuff. Plus, angelic power does give you a bonus all by itself sure so like you said there there is still only two stats but now you've got the possibility of unlocking two more mm -hmm. so it's two with possibly two more yes okay 
But again, so like you say, and I'm glad you said it, like, oh, I feel like we need to know more to really make the judgment. But they're asking us to make the judgment now, and we're going based on the information we have. And so, therefore, I can only assume in the current state of the game with what they've implemented already, angelic power, ancestral power, and demonic power only come from gear. Uh, otherwise, what would be the point, right? Unless like the caps right. are so high that you need to invest fully in angelic power. But then if you do, we essentially have sets built into rares and legendaries. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm scared is going to happen. That's what I, I do worry about that as well with it. I, I want more information myself so that I can really make the judgment call. Overall, I like the additions of more affixes. I like the addition of the powers. Of course. But yeah, it's all going to, with these unlockable affixes, it's going to really depend on how it's implemented. Mm-hmm. And so then, yeah, to touch on the other thing is so you can add this legendary affix to a non legendary item uh, to make like a, you know, a rare good, essentially. Um, you know, one of the things that I found really interesting is uh, there's a video made by Noxious, and he brought up a fantastic point uh, where, so they basically confirmed that they're adding an affix to rares. They're adding another affix or doubling affixes on, or yeah, doubling affixes on rares, adding another affix to blues, whatever they call those, and then um, magic, sorry. And then legendaries are getting a new affix. So legendaries will have like five, maybe six. Uh, so... At the end of the day, and then probably higher roles based on what we saw in the demo. Like de- demo, legendaries had higher roles than rares. And so at the mm-hmm. end of the day, a natively rolled legendary will still be better than a rare. So essentially we have the ancient chase still in the game. Because ideally you would, like you could put teleport, grants, barrier, absorbs, blah, blah, blah on these boots. But ideally you'd want the boots rolled perfectly to wear that instead. Now, the only yeah, situation the, where this... The end game master right. set will be full legendaries. Yeah. The only so, scenario where this isn't yeah. the case, and what he maybe didn't see, is if there's so many legendaries in the game that, like, maybe two legendaries effect you want would both be on boots, and you could take that and put it on, like, a pair of gloves or something. That's when it gets kind of interesting. But all, ideally, if, if there's, like, you know, if there's one legendary, like, per slot for the build you really want to put together... You're basically chasing, you know, best in slot legendaries because natively they're going to always be better than rares. Still, what if they did a system like Diablo where you get one legendary weapon, one legendary armor piece? You know, like, then you're uh, limited. Then cube. Then, yeah, so that so that you're like, you know, you get I, I did, you get your one legendary uh, piece. I, I'm not saying I like this. <laughs> sure, I'm just tossing it out. Sure. What, you know, what if they limited it and then you had to use the cubes on the yellows to get the powers you wanted? You're like, oh man, I got the boots. Uh, I need this. That's, in my opinion, that'd be build limiting rather than uh, than making it better for the most part. I mean, because yeah, then you're going to run into the problem where it's okay, this is the build, guys. Come check out my video. I mean, not that me as a YouTuber, I mind, but, but, you're going to run into that where everything's predefined, sure. just like Diablo 3. Yeah, the, the scenario that Fluff just said, if legendaries have higher roles, then it's it's still just a legendary in every slot right. game. Like, y- yellows will be placeholders for a little bit. Sure. You know? 
or the off chance that like like i said the word like boots you want two legendary effects and they both roll on mm -hmm. boots and you can get them on gloves right. or something right which that that would be interesting right there's so many legendaries in the game that it's like man i really like all these boots so i'm gonna get these boot effects like on my gloves on my shoulders whatever i guess there's no shoulders but whatever so then your connect cube is just an actual cube you put on the item yeah you know what i mean mm -hmm. yeah. at the end of the day at the end of the day it's just connect cube is now on the gear but so. my point in bringing this up is essentially like they're like we got rid of ancients and everyone's like yay but they've essentially recreated the ancient chase <laughs> here like if, if this is the case like if this is what I believe to be the case because this is how it was in the demo and there's nothing leading me to believe that ancient or legendary still wouldn't roll higher than rares and they're obviously as they posted in the itemization part two legendaries are getting more affixes and legendaries already had more affixes so I don't know. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, to me, the, like the overarching thing that I really want to drive home, and I'm curious you guys' opinions on, is <sighs> they can't seem to get away from Diablo three ideals, even when they had to try to c come up with something new. Like they essentially just recreate what they already had, or kind of <laughs> obfuscate. Like you know, like what we talked about <laughs> earlier is like yeah. they're they're not really. I don't know. I, again, I'm not trying to be toxic, but. You know, like we said with this, it's like, well, we start with two and we're ending with two. I think new ideas are hard. Yeah. I think that's the thing. Like, you know, there's there's a bunch of ARPGs out there and all of them have common shared, you know, loop yeah. ideas. And even other games stole from Diablo 3, I feel like, oh, a yeah. lot. So it's... um. I can't. I don't have a perfect answer either. Like, what's what the loot should be? This and just map it sure. out. Otherwise, I would. But I agree, though. I feel like it. You know, it does look like you, you're chasing perfect roles, which would be legendaries in every slot, which is what they said they didn't want, but still was what it's going to be. Yeah. You know. So well, no matter what, you're going to be chasing those perfect roles, whether it's on rares oh, yeah. or legendaries, anyways. So. I mean, that's going to be the point of any loot-based game. But I think what they want to do is open up the ability to create builds without relying on just legendaries and just sets, which is Diablo 3's major, major problem. Um, and, and I think that's where Diablo 2 players would agree, etc. And even as a person who loves Diablo 3, there's, there's so much limiting to builds going on because everything's required and everything. I mean, nobody's running, you know, I can't even name all of the runes for wave of light because nobody uses four <laughs> runes of wave sure. of light. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. 100%. So, so it, let me ask you guys this then. What if, what if loot is, is so rare? Like, you know, we talked about vanilla D3 and you remember how rare legendaries were in vanilla D3. A D four goes the same, and they're, they're that rare. Then you're gonna be using yellows. And let's oh, say yeah. let's say we have a three month season, right? And the three month season is how many legendaries can we get in the three month season? You know, hopefully not a full set. What if you can get four or five? So, but then you're not making the build you want to make. Let's say you really want to do whirlwind, but you don't get the items you need for a whirlwind the whole season. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's there's a downside to, to having them be rare, but there's also an amazing chase factor for them being rare. Yeah. And it's like, what's the limit? Like, what, you know, what? Where's the limit? Yeah. 
I hope that if, if that's the case, like legendaries are crazy, crazy rare. They add even more affixes to rares. <laughs> Because I just, I don't know. Oh, especially with the angelic powers and all that stuff being in there and items being restricted. That it, I don't know. The, the item chase would have to be fun outside of chasing the ultimate legendary to mm-hmm. me. Um, I, good. I think it's going to come down to content at that point. Sure. It's it's going to have to be content that, that gets it. You know, because you're still going to be able to run Whirlwind. So you need to be able to enjoy the actual content. It can't just be greater rifts. Mm. There's got to be stuff to do that's enjoyable by different player types. And there's got to be a way for you to reach the end game with your builds. I mean, that's it. It needs to be accessible to everybody. Yeah, you're going to have to min-max your gear as you're going to really be able to, you know, nail down the end bosses, just like if you're running for taking down Shaper and PoE or Uber Elder, etc. Every build can do it, but not everybody's going to be able to. Right. Totes. Pichel, do you have anything else to say on it? No, I mean, I think, you know, we hit it up. I, I'm, I'm excited to see what else they give us. Yeah. Um, and again, this is, this is a first step, and they're getting yeah, feedback. And exactly. I think the next wave will probably get more details as they iron them out, and then we can really assess and and, and yeah. think. The cool thing is, is when they throw it out there like this, though, you don't even like you don't have just Diablo three players. You got Diablo three two players. You right. got POV players. You got you know every ARPG in the market. Like this isn't just Diablo people. Sure. Diablo three guys that are interested in this. This is everybody. So. We're getting opinions and thoughts and minds from all these different angles mm-hmm. that I surely don't have, and a lot of us, you know, we're we're so D three focused, at sure. least I am, that it's 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 cool to see perspective from other people, right? Too. But that's know. what's interesting to add to that is like the perspective what we're talking about. The, the thing that's fascinating to me is week after week, you know, we get more and more opinions of like Diablo three streamers, Diablo three content creators. No one wants Diablo three itemization. That's a Diablo three player, which is crazy because we all play as much as we do. <laughs> Whereas, yeah. like you know, I'm sure Llama, I and mean, we'll have him on hopefully eventually. He, like he would, I mean, he if he had to pick between like Diablo three and Diablo two, like you know, obviously Diablo two would be what makes it forward. He still likes the Diablo two itemization. He's still like really passionate about it and thinks it's exciting. And you just don't get that from a Diablo three player. Like it's just like mm-hmm. yeah, we hope the next iteration's better. You know, like oh yeah, you know, like <laughs> at yeah. the end of the day. We, we would like it to be way better, uh, which I just think is just fascinating. Yeah, it's 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 funny. Like the grass is always greener. I feel like sure. with Diablo three, and it's but we still play it, and that kind of you know goes back to the point I made about vanilla D three. Like loot, to me, I look back and I think um, I, I don't remember if it was season one or season two, but I was playing Leapquake Barb, and I remember specifically getting enough gear to go into Torment three Pod. and being like badass like it was pretty early in the season and i'm doing torment three and like you know season one that was probably a pretty big deal back in season one i don't really remember so long ago but i remember doing it and being like this is the shit like i'm so this is awesome Mm. and i remember spending three days just trying to get leapquake boots like it took three days like now within the first three hours of the season you have your full set you know what i mean so i don't know it's if I went back to that though, would I still like it? I don't know. 
yeah. you know, I look at it, I'm like, oh, I think that would be fun. I think it would be fun to have a season of famine. Like, let's let's put on those vanilla rolls. Shit. Let's get rid of the Hedrix gifts. Let's see, <laughs> you know. No but if it's horrible, it could totally screw the season up and nobody plays for three months, yeah, you sure. know. So, I mean, what do you think about that? How do you feel if they just drastically nerfed loot drops? I mean, personally, it's been something I've been advocating for for a really long time. I think that they should just... I Honestly, if they if they reduced, greatly reduced the amount of loot drops, like legendaries, and then reduced the pool of what can roll on legendaries, like, you know, fucking bleed on a, like a one-hand weapon. Like, why, why is that still a thing? Like, why is that even on the stat rolls? So if you like... If, by, if, if when a legendary finally dropped, it had a higher chance of being good, you could significantly reduce a drop rate. Mm-hmm. And so imagine, just imagine if one season no legendaries can drop. <laughs> just one season. <laughs> oh god. It, it takes that whole royal uh the the season of nightmares thing to a brand new level. Yeah. Season of literal but, nightmares. <laughs> yeah, like nobody's pushing a GR20, yeah. you know, that season. <laughs> I unlock primals, world first. <laughs> right. Uh, It'd be nuts. I don't know. It, You know, but it, you look at it, it's like I said, the grass is always greener. Because I look at it now and I think, like, man, how cool would it be to not actually have a six-piece set for the first weekend of the season? Yeah. And I, in my head, I think it's awesome. But I, when I'm actually playing, it could be super <laughs> frustrating and suck, you yeah. know? And I can be like, well, this season's horrible. I'm out, sure. you know? So. Yeah. I think it's, it's just as painful for everybody else. It, there's like a, it's less bad. I don't know. Yeah. As long as it's not just you. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, we know your drop rate would be significantly nerfed too. They'd ninja patch. Yeah. 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 For yeah. sure. Yeah. For sure. Nobody would feel bad because of lamentation either. So <laughs> toxic, bro. I had to. <laughs> I've been waiting well, to fit it you in. Effectively for an hour got, and a half, see, man. People didn't realize that he got the um the Crusader Shield nerfed. That was the end game. But nobody yeah, true. That's all me. That. Anything that anytime anything is nerfed or there's anything negative, it's always me. Right. Just so unless it has to do with goblins, then it's all me. True. So, Actually true. I remember that. So some of you guys might not know that. So Wolfcrier, like, you got like death threats from so he I made did. a guide <laughs> on how to farm like the treasure goblins the most efficiently, like, God, what was it like literally eight seasons Jesus. ago or something? Yeah, it might have been. And uh yeah, people flipped the shit out because like a week later they got nerfed or something. Yeah, yeah, it got like nerfed to nothing. <laughs> Thanks, Wolf. Yeah. Just I wanted did. to let you Personally, no. You were the, you were the innovator, and I saw that, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to run with that. I'm going to get limitation nerfed a year from now. It's going to be sick. Uh, uh, you know, my favorite tweet of yours is yeah, uh, you're like, you know what, Fluff? Like, you should you should go to BlizzCon. But at the same day, at the same time, you know, I like being invited to things, so I'm never going to speak up for you. <laughs> Beauty. <laughs> Beauty. <laughs> Anyways, go ahead. Uh, so switching switching gears real quick. Sure. Toe. There's a development manifesto. Yeah. Thread. Let's talk about that bad boy. Yeah. The patch notes literally came out eight minutes before the Jesus. start of this podcast. So we're not going to go through those because that would just pretty be awesome. a rambling mess. And they're huge. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we go through this manifesto. Um, is there a lot of controversial stuff in here for, for Path of Exile? Um, you know, some of the big takeaways for me personally, like, is they are getting rid of multi-mod, 
which is basically the ability for you to really make something that like suits your build to a T, like you have like kind of full control over it. Um, and in SSF, you know, it takes a really long time to get the currency you need to do that. But in Trade League, it's like, like you can get full multi-mod, no problem, because like you get exalts and you make a ton of money, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. So I get why they did it. But this is kind of one of those things. It's like, again, like, you know, SSF isn't their focus, obviously. Um, and it just, oof, it's going to hit. It's going to hit us SSF boys pretty hard. Um, Which is also going to affect the Zazarian hardcore SSF. Absolutely. Uh, you know, comp- competition. Yeah, So this Friday. So, I, you know, like like you were saying earlier, I am not a huge PoE player, a little experience. So what is this, like, what's the significance of this in your opinion? Like, is this is this ridiculously big or just like it sucks but it's okay i mean it's a pretty gauge it for me yeah it's a pretty big hit it's like uh i mean i'd say it's like a net 20 percent loss in like how good these items can be here's the thing it's like so me farming crazy i can maybe get like three multi-modded items like after like two months of like really playing hard okay Uh, and now like i can still get those and they can roll like three affixes instead of like five um and it's still, like, good, but nowhere near as good as it was. And they're kind of nerfing, like, crafted affixes in general across the board. They're nerfing a lot kind of across the board mm-hmm. if you read through these, um, especially the big patch notes. I think it's an is attempt. Power, is power creep becoming a, a problem in POE? Uh, yeah, I mean, there's always, it seems like every league, there's that build or two that are just, like, they're just light years, like, something's being, not necessarily abused, but almost right like last mm-hmm. season blight was like summons the zombies and the specters were just insane the one before that you know cyclone the one you played right like yeah i played cyclone, cyclone was, was insane yeah um the one for that like curses and uh, yeah uh, there's always something that's just crazy opop and i'm sure this league some will figure out some bow build that's just god tier um but yeah it does i i remember them saying that they wanted poe to be harder <laughs> Uh, and this is definitely they, they're buffing monster life across the board. <laughs> Why would they say that, <laughs> yeah, they want it's crazy. They want right? it to be harder. It's we, actually people, crazy. new players can't understand the game, but let's make it hard. Yeah. on top of that, <laughs> yeah, it's it's insane. We only want to make this game for people who have already played it. Yeah, they're doubling down on their target. I mean, and it's working for them. Like they're, they've been so I mean, successful. That's, that's cool. I you know I think it's I think it's a, a misplay to not try to bring in new blood, <laughs> but. Yeah, you know, I mean, I I would tend to agree, but I, at the same time, it's like, well, are those casual players like? I get it. At the end of the day, it's like those casual players, like they're not going to stick around for this kind of game, anyways. So, like, why casual would you... players will give you money though? Like, True. I I spent like sixty bucks on Poe, and I don't even play it. I just yeah. you know, but you're gonna play it again. Like, there's it's yeah. just not, and, I'm, and a lot of casuals will too, though. So, I, I, and I'm not going to argue that point. Like, I you know, that's not my point. I'm just sure. saying. It's it's silly to me, you know, that they they don't. Yeah. Uh, The only really, like, pog thing that came out of this for me was, uh, like, some of my favorite skills in the game that they're just just buffing. Like, Arc, Solrend, Venomgeier. I think those are actually my three favorite skills. And they're, like, three of five that are actually getting a buff, which is great. Um, But, yeah, overall, like... Monsters are getting tougher. I think that people will be in for a pretty big surprise this coming Friday with the Hardcore SSF League. You know, doing less damage to mobs that have more health. Um, you know, Look items at those patch notes, man. Good. Look how long they are. This is like, just a developer 
think. Yeah, this is in the patch notes. Yeah. Patch notes, patch patch notes, are, notes like are like a novel. four times that yeah. size. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. It's yeah. just, you Can know, you imagine, I, like both of you, like, you know, next patch, we get just like 16 pages of Diablo. Like I can't even, can you imagine a, a, that morning waking up and you're like, I'm actually overwhelmed by Diablo patch notes. Like I can't even fathom yeah. how giddy I would be. Or something right. like that. I mean, we can read the notes now in less than five minutes and pretty much yeah. comprehend every single thing that's done. So right. I couldn't imagine. Yeah. Couldn't imagine. It'd be awesome, man. And hopefully that's what we get with D4. Sure. You know? So. But yeah. Uh, take, take notes. HarQuest is that thing. This Friday, they're giving away like $50,000 in prizes and cash money for people that can get through the new Atlas. They're overhauling the Atlas with this big update Friday. So you're getting like basically two leagues for one. You get the new Metamorphosis League plus the Atlas re- rehaul. Uh, and so the first people that can kill like the new Atlas bosses, and that's insane in and of itself. Because like imagine you spent all this time like leveling a character and like you're confident with your build and you have some like really good stuff. And then you have to go fight something you've never fought before in the game. And it's on hardcore. Yeah. And it's hardcore, right? <laughs> it's just nuts. It's it's uh, it's kind of exciting. I'm I'm a little excited about it. Like we've been uh, practicing a little bit this week, and I there's no absolutely zero chance that I'm able to compete with some of these guys at race. But like, what's I'm the still, uh, what's the stance on the the logout? You can do it. Yeah, whatever. Unfortunately, there's, there's they, no, like they can't no change it. So there's no way to track it. I guess. Huh? Yeah, it's unfortunate, but yeah, it is. So. It's yeah. It that, to me, is. like you're right about like. To, I was, so I was kind of surprised when they started to go with the hardcore SSF. Like SSF, I think was the right choice. But yeah, I guess I mean yeah, SSF just, makes sense because then you would have people pulling up to let one guy get the kill to split the money. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and so that SSF makes sense. It's it's weird to me that they didn't split the money in half and do half soft, half hard. Mm-hmm. I, it just makes I don't I don't know. I guess it's just, it is more as exciting as though. At the end of the day, it's like hardcore. Like watching, like yeah. you know, the person uh, that's at the top. What if it's like a quarter? Like a quarter goes to. I don't know if I don't know, man. I don't know if you've ever seen uh, uh, Path of Exile races, etc. Anyways, hardcore hardcore wins. Right. <laughs> they they don't lose to softcore. Sure. The first uh, like the first ninety ninety five, they're usually hardcore players yeah. that are reaching it first. Yeah. That's P. Yeah, it's that a, it's, a, it's a its own little class, man. Those guys are. You know, yeah, I had so many people come up to me. Exile kind of like, Oh my god, like little fluffy, I love your stream, like your quality is insane, but you don't play hardcore, <laughs> you don't play hardcore, so I don't watch. <laughs> I'm like, Is that what they said, you, dude? On set, like, your stream quality is so high, yeah. They're like, I would watch you over any, nice. any PoE streamer, yeah. but you don't play hardcore, so I don't watch. Yeah. I'm like, Jesus, they must Christ. be all like, and you're handsome, and yeah. like, you talk really were well. Were you there? <laughs> you were you there? Wow. I was. What? I think it was me on my alt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would have noticed you towering over everybody. <laughs> Uh, he had a mask on. He was he was one of those LARPer dudes that came on. He was stage. Einhar. Oh my god! I knew it. <laughs> oh my god, that was so bad. It was. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. What yeah. What did you think about the the PUE announcement? Like, what what was going through your head with that all pantomime? Uh, with the Einhar thing, I mean, all I sat there doing was what the f- I was <laughs> recording for a while, like to get my reaction, and then. 20 minutes later of this guy, I got up and I'm like, oh, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was brutal, man. That's Absolutely funny. brutal. 
Uh, but yeah, so again, big league this Friday. I'm super excited to play it, and I think a lot of other people are too. We, uh, I mean, the directory is hyped, and people, yeah, yeah even Diablo people that I know like only watch me when I play Diablo. They're like, they're kind of interested. So it's, it's pretty interesting. Yeah, I don't, I don't play Poe much, but I do, I do watch. Um, if you're on and I'm not live, then I'll come hang out and I'll, I'll lurk and watch you and, and, and Dusky and other people that play PoE. So um, it's it's exciting. Just just the excitement level that you guys have makes it exciting. Like even if you're not a player, you still get it. You right. know what I mean? So it'll it'll be fun. And um, you know, hopefully you die really fast and back in. Wow. <laughs> I would love to see Diablo like, you know, they had the Twitch rivals thing. I would love mm-hmm. to see Diablo do like um, SSF, you know, streamer who's first to like Paragon 1K or something like that. At the start of the season, like that'd be just so fun. We all talk shit on mm-hmm. each other and <laughs> yeah, great. And if you do yeah. it early in the season, early enough in the season, there's no real bots going on, so yeah. it would actually uh, be fucking could- people. <laughs> they could even they could even do a Twitch rivals like you know first team to first team to seventy. It doesn't sure. even have to be SSF. And if it's if it's all streamers, then they're going to be live. You can see if they're cheating. You yeah. know what I mean? That'd be and, so and hopefully boring. There'd now. be some honor system in the Diablo. I think universe. I think it would be exciting if it were if you're if you're playing for money and you're going to be practicing the couple of weeks going into it. Like you're going to be, be like praying a for those fifteen drops. minute event. <laughs> like it'd be so lame to seventy. Yeah, if you had to play legit. You I don't know. There's still like 15. So many weird ways to like yeah, you can no do the gold like challenge. You, you can't. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. It'd be interesting. So I would hate them to um, see them replicate the race though from PUE, and now it's exactly what that is. Yeah, you couldn't. You couldn't do that idea. Yeah. I agree with that. You'd have to think of something unique. Right. But um, anyways, that's... but we got some Twitter questions. But before we get into them, oh yeah, sure. got to do this week's <laughs> fluff hates. <laughs> Fuck yeah, we this do. weekly segment. A fluff hates is sponsored by streamer buyouts. Yeah, so you guys have seen it. Like literally, it's it's getting worse. It kind of died down for like a week, and now it's like mm-hmm. rampant again. There's some big Twitch streamer who's like, "I've got an announcement to make." You know, I'm, I'm going to get back to the roots. You know, like whatever. Like, <laughs> I, I honestly, if if I got bought out for like five million dollars to go to Mixer or something like that, which would never happen in any universe, I'd be just like, "Yeah, I got a big announcement to make." They gave me $5 million, so I'm going to go stream over there instead. You know what I mean? Like, what's, why would you have to be like, oh, you know, it's going to help me, like, get back to my roots and, like, you know, remember why I started this. Like, come on, man. Just say, like, I'm getting paid, like, a bazillion dollars. Uh, Like, I'm retiring this shit. You know, make sure if you're watching, I'll do it for twelve dollars. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. And people are always like, cheap date, "What would man, it take?" Date. You know, like, "Oh, as a Diablo streamer, like, how much would you, you know, would it take?" I'm like, "Well, you make like five dollars a month. So you compound that for three years. <laughs> uh, a <laughs> would, take a lot. would do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can you guys uh, give me one of those subway cards that Adam <laughs> yeah. Sandler got on uh, yeah. Happy Gilmore? Yeah. You know, where you could just go get free subway for oh, life. Yeah, I'll dude. take one of those. I'm in. I'm in. Uh, Sign yeah, me up. To like get back to so I think it, it sucks because like I'm all for competition, right? The spirit of competition. Like, you know, if if it, if Mixer was rising up because it's a good stream platform, like maybe they can do the quality just way better than Twitch. Maybe there's like more streamer interaction that's just better than Twitch. It's just something about it's better. But instead, like we want to get more people to our platform, so let's just buy out 
the streamers on the good stream platform and then they'll come into our platform and then maybe like we'll be more successful. And I, I just think that that is so shitty. And yeah, I got to be honest. Um, so to, to kind of tie into my thing and hopefully I'm not stealing your thunder. We talked about it. I've talked about it on stream. Maybe the last podcast where Ziz got offered that ridiculous yeah. Facebook deal. Um, and One. he said it live on his stream yeah. that, you know, they offered him 1.2 million. Million. No. Million. 1.2 million. And he said no to it. And like that is a chunk of change, boys. Yeah. Like that's a lot of money, right? To turn down. But I went to Facebook gaming because there's a content creator that I watched a little bit and he, he did this thing. He got bought out by Facebook, I suppose. Uh, don't know any of the details on what his his contract the destiny was, but guy. he's like I'm, mo- huh? The destiny guy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And he moved over to Facebook. Sure. Um, yeah, not not the one that went to Mixer. This one went to Facebook. Oh, and okay. I literally tried to find him <laughs> on Facebook, and I couldn't fucking find him. Wow. I couldn't find him by typing in his name and searching. And it's because the 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 guy I'm talking about is True Vanguard, and he's a really popular destiny youtuber and streamer and his name is the true vanguard on facebook mm. and when i typed in true vanguard it literally didn't find him well, smart i had to put the smart the search algorithm so so like you you couldn't even find this guy and I'm, I, I'm i'm thinking like dude you can't be doing well if people that are actively trying to find you can't yeah. and it's not like i mean i don't know the platform that well but any idiot should be able to get on there and just search for you and find you. You know what I mean? Right. If, if, if you go to, to Twitch and I type in Wolfcrier, I'm going to find Wolfcrier. If I type in Lord Fluffy, even I think without the underscore, I think it still pulls you up. Sure. So it just doesn't make sense. Um, and, and like their system, Facebook's bad. Like it's pretty bad. Mixer's getting there though. It's, you know, it's not as good as Twitch, but right. it's, it's getting there. So... Yeah, I just, again, I, I love the competition, but, like, they, they're not leaving because the platform's better. They feel like they're going to do more. It's just, like, they're getting paid, which I get. You know, honestly, like, I don't know. Like, I can give Ziz props all day if it turned down 1.2 million. Uh, but, I, I, I mean, I can't. it's so hard to put yourself in those shoes and see yourself not taking the deal because it's, like, you know, streaming in and of itself is such a volatile thing that, like, you know, we've had we you know we've talked about it before. We both had months where, like, wow, maybe this is something I can do full time. And then two months later, you're like, I don't make anything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I've I've been through that. I've yeah. had I've had months where I'm like, yo, this could maybe like I can maybe do yeah. this full time. And then the next month, I'm like, dude, I couldn't even like I, I literally couldn't even put gas in my car right. that month. You know what I'm saying? So right. it's like. It's like, okay, I don't understand how you can do it. But it, it's the thing is relevancy, right? So um, I, I, you know, I think it would be super hard for those guys to turn that down because you don't know where you're going to be at a year from there, yeah, two years from there. Like that 1.2, that's enough that you could potentially, that, that's going to set you up. You know, it's mm-hmm. going to pay for your house and put some, if you invest it right, like that could be retirement money, you know, regardless of how well your stream does in the future. And if you kill it still, then that's even more bank, right? But... Um, so it's crazy, man. You, we don't have all the numbers that these guys are looking at when they're making their decision, but sure. for people like Ninja and Shroud, I'm sure it was a no-brainer, you know? So yeah. Insane. No Insane money. So Yeah. I mean, I'll switch. Just give me $1 more than Ninja got. I'm there, man. $1 more? Yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd more. take half. I'd take half. <laughs> 
Uh, but yeah, who got more? Who, who got more? You think Stroud or Ninja? Probably Ninja. Probably. Probably. I don't know, I don't know man. It's hard to say. Mm-hmm. They, they both went to Mixer. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, probably Ninja. I mean, Goth went to Mixer, and then three months later, he had pictures of his new house. It looked pretty ridiculous, mm-hmm. and he's not even even close on the level of those guys. No. But yeah, I don't take. know. Yeah. I would, I would always be curious. Like, I, I'm the worst, right? Like, we talked about this the other day. Like, you know when, like, we get emails, right? They're like, hey, promote my game, you know, or yeah. like make a YouTube video playing my mobile game and we'll give you It's always mobile games. This. And I'm like, I'm always, I always reply, I'm like, uh, well, you know, I think my time's like worth this. Like, w- maybe we, we can like meet there. And so like, I just get as much as I can out of them and I just tell them no. Like, because <laughs> I'm always like trying to judge, like, okay, what is my stream yeah. worth at the end of the day? And it's like the really the only way I can do it because I don't have Facebook and Mixer like calling me, being like, hey, we'll offer you. Yeah, yeah, it's it's the same. I, you know, I've got a couple of mobile guys um, that have reached out and done stuff like that, and it's the same for me. I'm like, well, you know, listen, I, it's always it's always like some commission scheme. Like, yeah, if you promote our thing and they use your code, you'll get this. And then it's a pyramid. Anybody they sign up is under you. And right. I'm like, how about you guys just give me a flat? And I'll just throw a ridiculous number out there. Right. Because I'm like, if they pay me this, sure, I'll talk about their game for 30 minutes. Because yeah. it's ridiculous. Yeah. And then they'll come back and be like, well, you know, we can. And I just stop replying at that point. Yeah. So. Have you ever had anything like worth pursuing, Wolf? Uh, I've done a couple and then after doing them realized maybe it's not for me unless, you know, I make more, but I mean, I've gotten a couple of paid ones and no real big offers. I get those mobile ones lately and a few other random stuff. And I'm like, uh, I go and look it up and I'm like, no, no. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. Yeah, brutal. I actually um, had one that was like, well, there's, there's like all natural granola bars. I'm like, okay, I'm listening. And then they're like, they gave me a number. I'm like, wow. And I think they're like, all you have to do is like eat a granola bar like once a day on stream. So I'm like, I'm already theory crafting in my head. I'm like, how can I do it in like funny ways? And this could be great because I actually like believe in this thing. And I they sent me like granola bars and they were good. So I'm like, all right, let's do this. And then they like got down to like money. And I was like, well, we'll sell you. Well, we'll give you like, there's like 3% of boxes that you would sell in your stream or something like that i'm like get the fuck out of here yeah and then they wanted you to buy your own supply of granola right. bars to eat on stream too <laughs> it's like yeah so you know yeah. it's like that it's like you know the the g fuel stuff's kind of sure. like that too or i don't know if g fuel exactly but gamer fuel or whatever they are so right but it, i guess it depends on how big you are on, on, on how much they want to sure. offer too so i'm sure some people got some good deals sure let's hit up some twitter questions boys let's do it if you guys want to submit questions to the podcast, uh, you can follow us on Twitter. You can jump in our discords every week. I'll throw uh, a, a, tw- a tweet out for the podcast. You can reply to that with your questions and we'll ask them live on stream. The first question this week comes from Homer J. Nick says, what should Blizzard do about the season 19 exploit? Talked about this quite a bit sure. already. Um, they've, Remove the leaderboard things and they're yeah. patching it. So honestly, all I, I could have hoped exactly for exactly what they needed yeah. to. All I could hope for was to delete those clears, and they did. So it's like cool. And it was quick. Yeah. yeah. Yep. It was like yeah, less than a day. 
Um, Maester Mage says, "If is everyone in Wolfcryer's family that tall?" <laughs> uh, my twin brother is. Oh, that's uh, right. Your twin. I forget that. Yeah, it looks just like. But him uh, me and uh, me and my brother are the tallest in our family. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, I saw. I met your brother at BlizzCon 2018, I believe. Right. Yep. yep. Yeah, and I thought it was you. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> And then I'm like, wait, that's is that wolf? It looks, just, it's got to be wolf. And then I'm like, oh shit, he's got a twin. So um, that'd be so weird, like going to something like BlizzCon where like people are gonna know who you are, but it's not you. It's like your uh, twin yeah. brother. Like that'd be so weird. I don't know if he liked it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For like the hundredth time, I'm not Wolf right. Crier. Yeah. 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 Um, and people are like, man, I met Wolfcry at BlizzCon. He was a fucking dick. <laughs> uh, Dan Adder, uh, Adderberry says, uh, what other two classes would Wolfcryer like to see in D4? I'll take this one for you, Wolf. Uh, he would like to see Necro in Death Knight. Next question. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Go ahead. I'd like to see Amazon in Necro. Necro, um, Necro. But I, I, oh man, he's kissing up, Fluff. He's kissing <laughs> well, up. No, I, mean, I, I'll host you. It's cool. it's cool. I would say Necro, but I'd say something like Seder or Paladin because Necro, I can't do build guys. So. <laughs> <laughs> what the? <laughs> yeah, true, true. Uh, Jesse J says thoughts on the D four plotline. I think it's that post that we talked about. I would assume is what they're referencing. But, uh, um, probably just what we've seen, like you know, it's it's, okay. it's yeah, the it's, Lilith and you know, like it's cool. Hell on like, yeah. sanctuary. I'm happy with it so far. I don't think that uh, Blizzard storytelling is usually pretty good, so mm-hmm. I'm not too nervous about the story being bad. You know, you guys nervous about the story being bad? No, no. Honestly, I don't even care if the no. gameplay is good. Yeah, I could care less about the story. Right. If the story is phenomenal and the gameplay sucks, I don't care. I don't care that the story was good. But if the story's bad and the gameplay is phenomenal, I'm okay with that. And like an example of that is Lost Ark. I don't care about Lost Ark's story. No. I can't even understand it. No, I don't give a shit. I still want to play the game. Yeah. So um, that proves proves it. And then there are a lot of games that got amazing stories, but just gameplay is garbage. So. Sure. Okay. True. Um, Kiray says, "How long do you think season nineteen will hold your interest, or is it gone by the time of this podcast?" Wolf, you take it. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead, Wolf. Um, I'm personally still interested, which is all because of the pandemonium buff, and you know, uh, this season in general. I mean, I was just pushing today. I got my greater rift 125 down which is the highest i've ever done and uh you have no proof i'm still interested but (laughs) yeah i don't because i forgot to hit record which was great sweet um but but i'm worried about two factors number one it's too fun and too fast and i've already pushed way higher than i normally can sure and path of exiles coming (laughs) yeah yeah. Yeah, I think that's kind of the thing. That's kind of the thing. Like how long can it keep you away? There are so many good games out right now. Like there my laundry list, my backlog of games to play is 
full. I have so many things that there are games out there that I want to buy and I, I'm just, I haven't even bought them, you mm-hmm. know? So it's how long can it keep you from playing them? I guess is the question. Like, I'm not going to lie to you guys. This, that new Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, God damn, it's phenomenal. If you're a Star Wars fan, it's phenomenal. So, is there a multiplayer in that or a platformer game? No, it's this, it's a big campaign. Flow, Nerd! Like 60 hour campaign. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it depends. Uh, for me personally, my interest, um, you know, I, I'm still into it. I don't know. I, I think I got another month probably, and then we'll then we'll see right. how it's going. I think three to four weeks, and then I might start cutting back on my playtime. Right. So, yeah, for me, it's like this sucks because I missed like the first couple of weeks already, and uh, you know these these PUE and DL three leagues they're not staggering enough for me. Like I still really want to see. Like you play a month and a half of Diablo three, and then the new season or new league starts. You play a month and a half of the new league, the new season starts. Right? Like if they could just stagger, that'd oh, be the that dream. Beast. Yeah, and then but what's happening recently is like we get two weeks, three weeks of Diablo season, and then poof, PUE season starts. And it's like, it's like I want to wait. I want to just keep playing the Diablo season, but I'm so enticed by like the new things, right? Like it would be the same way mm-hmm. if if Poe League it was two weeks and then the Diablo's three season started it'd be the same thing I would jump ship to start and because I want to try the new things and so it's just yeah I think that's I think that's kind of on Poe at the at, at this like Poe doesn't care like I, sure. I think that they're big enough right I think Diablo's kind of shrunken in its its presence and Poe's grown so much over the last couple of years mm-hmm. but, but Poe also I, has I a very clear schedule. Like a very mm-hmm. clear content schedule. There's never a question of like, oh, is it going to be in like November or December is when this, the league's going to end. Like we always know. It's like it's always pretty on point. Whereas yeah. Diablo is like, oh, it's Christmas. Well, they're trying to up, stick so. to these three month seasons. I think. Trying, I hope not. Yeah. So yeah. So we'll see. Yeah. We still didn't really know the end of the, this season until like the very last minute, and then we didn't know the start of the season. Until pretty much the very last minute. Yeah, we thought thought it was going to be the fifteenth, and it ended up being the twenty second, which right. was, you know. So I'm with you on that. It would be nice to have concrete dates. Sure. I think I think they're just scared to commit to those dates. Absolutely. You know. Yeah. So, and, and which is yeah. understandable too. You know. But, Small team. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Totes. What about so so? What do you think, Wolf? How much time you got? Is Poe going to keep finish it off for you? Or are you going to really <laughs> step back? I mean. Uh, right now I'm really into uh, D3, so I'm going to be playing till, till I get burned out. I mean, sure. right now that's, that's my thing. I'm really enjoying it. I'm really enjoying this season right. and, and everything. So I don't know if I'm going to start Path of Exiles League on time because I'm, I'm really enjoying the season. Sure. I'm having fun with it. It's almost uh, smarter not to start it on time. Cause if you look at the past like three leagues, like they've done like an overhaul of the league in the first two weeks. Yep. And so, then they make it better. And yeah. Fix all the bugs. And then you can go in and yeah. play it right there. I know. See it's, how it's crazy like, it's like that resist. mindset is just so different because once the Diablo season starts, you're it's stuck. Like, boom, right. yeah. You can't touch it. Yeah. Like unless it's a critical crazy bug, like, like, you know, they're doing now. Yeah. Like you don't touch it, you know? So if you don't like what's going on, well, come back in three months, maybe, you know. So that's one of the things about not having leaderboards, I think. I think Blizzard should relax a little bit and not worry about having to reset a seasonal ladder if they needed to. 
Like if, if they if something came out like super broken, do you think they should hold this stance of once the season starts, we're not touching anything? Because like clearly they removed these these exploit and it's like, you know, that's okay. So like they're like, guys, listen, like just like they did with the season 2019 era two, the patch kit, they're like, oh shit, this is super powerful. Crusader is mm-hmm. super powerful. We're gonna tone this back a little bit. We're gonna reset the ladder. I know it sucks. It's been a week. Sorry. Here we try this. You know, or so what if it was season 19, two weeks into it? They're like, man, this is pretty broken, guys. We're gonna wipe and reset. Do you lose it? Do you lose your mind? Or are you just like, oh, that's okay? I think the community would would flip, but <laughs> I I think it might not be that bad of a deal, you know? I uh, you take that first, Wolf. Uh uh, no, <laughs> no, don't do no, it. Or no, uh, don't no. do it. Uh, don't. You can't really mess with it at that point. That's what the PTO was for. You're going to upset way too many people, and I'm not personally going to vouch for Blizzard if you piss off that many people. I mean, that's mm-hmm. uh, that's not. I think that's the that mindset. Be- that's the culture that that they've created, though. I, I yeah. see, like Poe can do that because a they don't have an actual leaderboard like that, but. It's the culture. Like people are used to PUE getting adjustments after the league starts. And I think that the, the culture has been created with Diablo. Like once the season hits, don't touch anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, it'd be like historically be very not stereotypical for them because like you look at some of the most powerful builds we've seen over the past year and it's like they've all kind of been based on an exploit. Like you look at Thorn's Necro, infinitely mm-hmm. stacking Bone Ringer. You look at Star Pack Wiz, <laughs> like. They're all kind of sketch. Like, there's nothing that, like, feels like... And then you look at, like, even Shotgun Crusader, like, your animation canceling your shotguns. Mm-hmm. So... Yep. <laughs> I mean, unless Record it's, bar, like... Hoda bar, I mean, Hoda yeah, bar unless it's, like, a thing where it's, canceling. like, 0.05% of the population can do... Like, you go into a greater rift and to clear, clear like, a 145 still, you, like, start at the rift and then you, like, gotta walk all the way through it and then you do some crazy thing and, like, only 0.05% of the population is doing it and you're, like, so, okay, we can decide that's an exploit because it's such a weird thing. But if it's, like... Yeah, so, like, here, you, you just named the prime example. Like, the right. Shotgun Crusader that we're playing right now, right. the animation cancel is 100% not intended. Right. It is not what they wanted. And like, if they patch that in the middle of the season, like if they would have done it in the first week, people probably could have cleared higher on the second or third week than they did the first week anyways, right? Yeah. So was it really that big of a deal? Would people freak out? Probably a little bit. Yeah. But but it's not intended though. And it's like, I guarantee that that'll get changed in the future. Yeah, it's probably. not, it's not, you know, this it's not intended. They'll nerf it. But it's like, why not do it in the season? You know, so things like that. Yeah. I wonder what their drive is to do that. Because, like, animation canceling was fixed on bar, but then you could still do it if you did it against walls. Mm-hmm. And then, like, they know that that's a thing. And that's been in the game for a very, very long time. So, like, I I wonder what... I mean, the build, the build kind of needs the walls anyways to get all the mobs to group up on you yeah. anyway. But it's but I agree. It's silly that, yeah. you, that you do it. But... <laughs> I don't know. You I know, don't know if their thought process is at all. So, I'm just curious. I'm just curious if you guys would think that it would be a good or bad thing to start doing mid-season patches or early-season patches. Go for it. <laughs> I, I, I think I think this the communities would flip too. I think they've created a culture. Yeah. So, I don't know. Um. Let's see. Onion says. Oh, T. Foss said. 
Uh, thoughts on the Greater Rift 150 exploit and Twitch banning? I think we touched on that yeah. quite a bit. Um, Onion said, Wolf Crier, for someone that plays a lot of Monk, do you hate that a lot of the builds are intertwined between multiple sets? We have a light Tempest Rush example. Um, as far as like, I think like Wave of Light Sun being Wukos on like Sun Wuko and and in yeah. Legacy and, of Dreams, yeah. yeah, Wave of Light and Patterns of Justice, Tempest Rush, Sun Wuko's Tempest Rush. I actually like it. I like the fact that Patterns of Justice is the fastest uh, Tempest Rush build. It's the fastest build in the game as far as getting keys and doing GR eighty fives and nineties, etc. Um, and I like the fact that Sun Wuko's is the push build. So you've got one that's way faster. So you're actually needing two different sets. Usually it's just you utilize different runes or different movement abilities. Throw on an Ingeom for uh, Wave of Light. But this time you're using both sets. And I think it's uh, overall it's a pretty cool thing. Mm -hmm. So just as long as they play differently like it's fine I, and i i kind of agree it did suck for that whole like what year and a half it's like okay wave of light like some wuku or lawn and then it's like wave of light some wuku and then wave of light in us and then wave of light lod and it's just like the same build yeah, it's the same build over and over and yeah to them to not see it locked to a set like all those seasons like when it could have been and it would have changed monk just a little bit like it was such an oversight, but whatever. <laughs> I think the problem with it was in his uh, blanket buff to everything, rather than having in his focus on skills. you know one or two right. skills like the rest of the sets. Yeah, I think in his is the outlier with my. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Um, Key Ray says, "Wolf, how did you come up with level with the cause?" Mm. All right. Uh, uh, hold on. Before you get into that, tell us what it is first, in case sure, listeners sure, sure, don't know. All right. So, level of the cause. We've been doing these charity streams since season eleven in Diablo three. We've been doing them every season so far. The Diablo three community of streamers groups up. Different people join at different times. We raise money for uh, Save the Children or St. Jude's or another deserving charity. And so far over the last, what, nine seasons, we've raised over $59,000 for charity, which is absolutely crazy. I never would have thought that it would uh, come about. And it actually came about because in season 10, myself and Dropadooski, we did a race to 70. Mm. And the winner... The, the loser had to take a pie to the face and we made a video about it. The, uh, the winner got to post the video. I also, the, the loser could also post a video as well. So it was uh, pretty cool. Drop one, I lost. I took the pie to the face and then Drop Adusky also took a pie to his face just to be, be fair, be up and up. And uh, the next season rolled around and he, he's like, you want to do a race? I'm like, what if we did a, a a, something different what if we did a charity stream and he's he was pretty much like hell yeah i'm in and then it started to grow i think our biggest was uh season 
17, 16 or 17, there were 53 streamers involved and we raised over $13,000 that time around. Um, there were 53 Diablo three streamers doing it this past one season, 19 people like that mods joined. It was, it, it, it was crazy. And I set the goal for 2000 and once I saw everybody that was joining, I raised it to 3000 and we've reached that before North America went live Damn, this season. Geez. So I had to, so I doubled it to 600. And we crushed that first night and we ended up over $9,000 this time around. It was, it's pretty epic. And, uh, I love doing it. And it's something that I will always do as long as I'm playing Diablo three. Oh yeah. Cool, man. Dope, man. Yeah. It's a pretty, pretty awesome thing. So. Ooh, so let me ask you, you this. This is totally off topic. What was it like literally being the first person ever to stream Diablo four? uh words can't describe it it's something that uh that definitely i'll remember forever I all mean, right uh, when did you know it was diablo because i remember wolf you were sitting right next to us during the D4 <laughs> review. so hold on i'm gonna give insight to all you wolf fans out there we're sitting there and i'm i'm sitting fluffs to my left i got bloodshed on my right and and I think down next to Fluff was Wolf. He was right, or no, he was behind, yeah. right behind I'm Fluffy in the row behind us. <laughs> and so right before the thing that we don't know D four yet, like we were assuming, you know, we're speculating, but we don't actually know. And Wolf's back there. I turn around and he's sitting there like straight, shaking his legs and stuff, <laughs> looking. I'm like, Wolf, you okay, man? You were so nervous, dude. Did you oh, know at yeah. that moment? Did you know yet? Uh, when I found out I was streaming Diablo four was um we were sweating bullets i could tell when the cinematic started sure that's what i found out when the cinematic started i'm like oh my god i'm gonna fucking stream diablo 4 <laughs> and i'm up first i'm yeah. like what the hell so it looked like you saw Ooh. a ghost i remember looking yeah. back at you a couple times and you were just like oh my god oh my god <laughs> Like what kind of marketing genius picks this route to go? <laughs> yeah, but it funny. was it was it was epic. It was the most surreal experience ever. So uh, you like you that. didn't know going into like for all you knew it could have been immortal. It could have been immortal. Oh, it could have been anything. <laughs> Nobody told me anything. The night before, it's funny. I was talking to, uh, I was there with Riker and Bloodshed and Toys, who goes in a lot of streamers' streams, and I'm like talking to Toys, and and I'm like, there's there's no fucking way it's D4. I mean, even if they announce <laughs> it, there's no way I'm streaming D4 at at noon sure. as the very first streamer. I'm like, that's not going to happen. And and he's shaking your head. He's like, good luck with that. And I'm like, that's that's just not going to happen and it was it was pretty epic it's something i can i can always say you'll be the face of diablo 4 but i was the first <laughs> player of diablo 4 world's first man world's first so that's dope man i can't even that's imagine that's pretty cool yeah we're and, and as a as a side note to that we're sitting there watching so i think after diablo 4 they did world they did overwatch 2 mm -hmm. i think i can't even really remember that well i left but Diablo, yeah, Diablo 4 <laughs> did just finished. 
And Fluff's like, yo, P, watch my stuff, man. I'll be right back. <laughs> he just <laughs> left. He's just gone. And then uh, so, like, you know, all about the other trailers games. went by. And then I'm like, texting Fluff, where are you at, man? I'm like, I got your shit. You know, he just, he just left it. Yep. He's like, I'm I got I'm back before it was like, or by the time the next panel. And you guys are like, what you think? I'm like, it's it all right, man. It's pretty good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Instantly, he's like, I'm out. Yeah. So. <laughs> pretty fun times yeah. um let's see then the we got two more questions um cole smash says what features from turbo hud should be added to d3 i don't even know, I don't really know all the features. HUD, yeah yeah the yeah, only feature that i'm really familiar there's two features that that i'm familiar with and it's the unfogging of the map i guess there's three the pylon placement on the map so you know where they're where they're potentially going to spawn yeah and then, um, then it it like uh, it moves like COE to the middle of the screen, mm. which that actually is pretty cool. So that's you know obviously you can't unfog the map. That's cheating. Sure, knowing where pylons are going to spawn or if they've spawned is cheating. And then, um, you know, I don't I don't even know what other shit it does, but mm. being able to move your buffs or even just rearrange them like COE should always be first or something. So that way your eye can instantly find it when you're looking for it, not having to sort through oh, where's COE, where's COE, oh, there it is. You know, I think at minimum, that would be cool. So, Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I heard once upon a time you could see stricken stacks. Like someone, I, I don't know. Like I just don't get it. Like uh, we, you mentioned the COE stricken thing. Stricken stacks would be cool. Yeah, you mentioned the COE thing. I had heard that you could see stricken stacks and then someone on the YouTube channel was like, Oh no! Neither of those are true. I use it all the time. I'm like I don't know what's true. Like <laughs> it's not like the the T Hud crowd are the most trustworthy of sources either. So it's like I have no idea what it does. Honestly, I've yeah. never. I mean, it I've seen I've seen screenshots like uh, way back in the day. I saw screenshots of it, and and it looked like it it was a bunch of shit all over the screen. I'm like I don't even know what half that crap is, mm. but I did notice the COE in the center. I'm like that's dope. Like that would be cool. So. Um. Yeah, stricken stacks would be pretty fucking amazing. I didn't know that's even a thing. So if that's a thing, if that's something that they could actually like display on screen, could we get? Why couldn't you know we get? Um, like you know how you get a rend icon above the monster's yeah. head? Could they? Could they draw stacks on that too? Like just put an icon under the bar with, stacks. with a stricken yeah. gem and a number next to it, like and a stack. That'd be that would be <laughs> phenomenal, man. Yeah. So I don't know. But I'd rather um, see a leaderboard filter. Like, don't worry about stricken stacks. Yeah, I agree. Like, you know, <laughs> I would like to see people just get banned for using it. So, yeah. You know. so, Same. This question comes from me, Wolf. And this is the, the absolute oh, most God. important question oh, of the night. Choose oh, carefully. Now, every guest we've had on here, we're, I'm batting a thousand. <laughs> oh, shit. Bacon or sausage? It's fucking bacon, man. Yes! <laughs> you nailed it. I'm still batting a thousand. Can I? Yeah, bacon. <laughs> bacon all day. Bacon oh, all day. So the question, this, this originates, this originates way back on like one of their first episodes. Fluff says that sausage is better than bacon. Because no one and thinks no. it through. There's only one person that's had the highest intelligence imaginable. David Brevik. He said bacon. <laughs> no, he said sausage. <laughs> 
we'll have to we'll have to go rewatch that. I I think I'm batting a thousand. I don't think I don't think anybody's picked sausage because you gotta think about. All the times this, this is a portion of the stream where Fluff will try to talk All you into picking the, the types of sausage <laughs> versus there's one kind of bacon. That's it. Yeah, the fucking great kind. There we go. <laughs> you lost, man. You lost. Yes, I, All right. I, go ahead. Whatever. That's it. Um, that's it, guys. That's it for the new meta podcast tonight. Thanks for hanging out. Uh, I know, Wolf, I know you're on the East Coast, man. Thanks for staying up late. No um, and uh, and coming on and doing this with us, it was awesome to have you on. Tell us where we can find you for those guys who don't know. Give me your Twitter, your Twitch, your YouTube, all that stuff. Shout it out. YouTube.com slash Wolfcryer, Twitch.tv slash Wolfcryer. And you can find me on Twitter at Wolfcryer YT. Hell yeah. There you go. If you guys there want to see more of me, my name is The P Child. You can find me on Twitch, Twitter, YouTube, all those places. Just search for The P Child. Yeah, yeah. I'm Lord underscore Fluffy. Double those underscores on the Twitter. We'll see you guys next week. Peace out.